The Tragedy of Cinema podcast is intended as a family-friendly program that by extension strives to be inclusive to all people regardless of their ethnicity, gender, creed, or any other identifying factors in this incredibly diverse world of ours. With that said, some of the films we discuss may contain serious subject matters or have content considered morally objectionable by today's standards. We do not intend to condone or dismiss these aspects of these films, but our primary focus will be on what we believe our film succeeds at, some fun facts, and our personal enjoyment factors of each film. With that said, we hope you enjoy the show. to be destroyed by all that is evil. But the courage of one mortal saved it. And so, into an age of darkness, in a time of mysticism, sacrifice, and plunder, there came the only light, the Beastmaster. Born with the strength of a black tiger, the courage of an eagle, the power that made him more than any hero. More than any lover. He was lord and master over all beasts. He was the beast master. Behold the wonder. The fantasy, the challenge of the one warrior they call the Beastmaster. Mark Singer is Dar, Tanya Roberts is Carrie, Rip Torn is Mayak, John Amos is Seth. Together they take us on a fascinating journey back into unexplored times. Conquer your fears. Face the unknown and discover the incredible link between man, animal, and all that is phantasmagorical. In the world of dungeons, dragons, and Dar, the Beastmaster, the epic adventure of a new kind of hero. All right, guys, welcome back to the Tragedy of Cinema podcast. I am your host, Jimbo, and today I'm joined by a co-host. No, it's not Kyle. No, it's not ADZ. No, it's not even my dad, Art Toast. We are joined by the mystery guest. Mystery guest, who are you and where are you at? Uh, I am Jackie Johnson, and I am currently uh, in Frankfurt, Indiana, and uh, yeah reside at Boonco Jail Distillery, which is actually right. how we <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Jackie and her fabulous team uh, were part of our first live show there at the Boone County Jail and Distillery. And Jackie, if we raise the curtain, um, this is actually the first recording of the podcast on the main feed that we have done since our live show. Uh, we recorded an episode earlier for the Twilight Zone, Eric and I, and, and we praised you guys there. We're also going to be doing a live show about or a show about the live show uh, in the future. Um, but um, it was really fun. I just want to personally say thank you for, to you and your team. Um, we weren't ready for the madness on Main Street because there were so many people there. It was awesome, but it was so much fun. And, and your staff was really cool. And we appreciate everything you did for us. So. On behalf of me and Kyle and ADZ, we want to say thank you for your generosity and help and all that. So, Oh, it was absolutely our pleasure. And uh, to say that we underestimated the sheer volume of children <laughs> wanting candy, uh, that was 
insane. So next year will be bigger and better and all even more temporary tattoos. It'll be great. I mean, I, mean, I ran out of Dracula teeth and, and, and all the little sunglasses and everything I brought. I didn't expect, you know, children of the corn to come out and like 40,000 <laughs> kids, but we'll be ready next yeah. year if we do it next year, if you want us back. So we did the uh, live show on uh, the night of the living dead. Uh, about 30 people upstairs. It was a great time. So looking doing some more stuff. So, but Jackie, I have a question. Just like Kyle, I'm not letting you get away without the question on the spot. Oh, no. All right. Jackie. (laughs) Yeah. I know I chose Beastmaster, and Kyle knows I chose Beastmaster because it was one of my childhood memories of being an action hero, running around with animals. You know, I have my eyes. I have my power. I have my cunning. Um, So my question to you, Jackie, is, what is your go-to favorite cheesy adventure movie from the eighties? Oh, that's actually pretty easy for me. Um, anything that uh, Pee Wee Herman. So Pee Wee's I- Big Pop, I absolutely love. <laughs> um, yes, when he has his cocktail weenie tree and it gets all dehydrated, and there's just these little shriveled up cocktail weenies. I laughed like an idiot, and I tried to plant. when i was younger not even ashamed of that because you know god love that man it was the best (laughs) right i mean peewee's big adventure too i love that too and uh, pictures and i know you have one too of the pool string peewee herman dolls my dad found his in the dumpster and gave it to me as a birthday present (laughs) you've had yours since you were little so uh yes it's been in my car since I was 16. It's gotten me out of one or two speeding tickets for people going, what is that? Is that a big ventriloquist doll? And I'm like, no, it's really. <laughs> Today's magic word is no ticket. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. All right. So you, did, you, came up with that, yeah, you came up with that pretty quick. I'm pretty impressed. But I should have known. <laughs> but I don't think it's cheesy enough as Beastmaster, honestly. But we'll talk you know, about it. it his humor was uh, something else. Uh, so much adult humor as I look back into it. But uh, nonetheless, I still watch it with my kids. I, I love anything that man did. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, the best. Did you watch the Saturday morning show, too, the Pee Wee's Playhouse? Oh, my gosh. I lived on it. Yeah. So that was uh, we would sneak down in sleeping bags. We thought that made us invisible. And uh, because my parents, if we got up, then it was cleaning and chores and everything. So we would tiptoe with sleeping bags over our head down the stairs and run and turn on TV's Playhouse every Saturday. It was wonderful. <laughs> I think today's episode's magic word is going to be loincloth. <laughs> um, I was not prepared for the amount of loincloth. Yeah, loincloth. And, what'd you say? There was pasties, loincloths, and diamond panties. I think yes, it was uh, loincloths, diamond pasties, and a face that only a mother could love. This show's got it all. Yeah, yes. It's amazing. Well, with that being said, I guess we better go ahead and kick this off. So I'm going to kick it to Jackie. She will be filling in the part of Kyle tonight, but, you know, a little bit funnier than Kyle. So take it away, Jackie. <laughs> We'll see him. We'll see. He's pretty good. All right. So uh, today we are discussing The Beastmaster. This film came out in 1982. It was released August 20th of 1982. It has a runtime of one hour and 58 minutes uh, and a runtime of 118 minutes in Germany, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Sound mixed by Dolby and the movie is in color. The aspect ratio is a 1.85. Camera use was, please forgive me, I don't have Kyle's sense of, uh, oh, what's the word? Beautiful vocabulary. Articulation. That's the one. (laughs) I'm dyslexic. Uh, It it is Aeroflex cameras. The film link came to 2,955 milliliters. Sweden. Uh, Negative format is 35 milliliters. Printed. (laughs) <laughs> milliliters. Can you tell I'm a distiller? Whoop. <laughs> uh, printed format 35 mil- millimeters. Let's try that again. There we go. Uh, Process digital and uh, remastered Technovision in some scenes that was in 2020. So, having said that, um, 
there was uh, quite a big cast here. So the director was Don Coscarelli. Writers were Don Coscarelli, Paul Pepperman, and Andre Norton. The major star is Mark Singer as Dar. He was known for The Beastmaster, Beastmaster 2, The Portal of Time, and the TV miniseries V, and the uh, mini-episode TV series of V. Uh, Tanya Roberts as Kiri plays Dar's love interest. She is known for A View to a Kill, Sheena, and uh, you may know her best as Donna's mom from that 70s show. Uh, Rip Torn as Max. He was the villain uh, best known for particular uh, cameos in Men in Black, RoboCop 3, and Summer Rental, which is my favorite John Candy. It's so fun. Uh, John Amos as Dar's friend and traveling companion, uh, named Seth, known for such roles as Coming to America, Good Times, and Die Hard 2. Then we had Joshua Milrad as Tall, Rod Kumis as Zed, Ben Hammer as Dar's father, which through the entire film as watching it, he looks exactly like the blind man of Young Frankenstein. And I could not get that image on my head. It just, it fit too because, you know, he's a blind character in this. <laughs> so amazing. Uh, Ralph Strait as Seiko, Billy Yan as Dr. Dar, or as the young Dar. Who is Dr.? I don't know. All right. The three witch women were Christina Kellogg, Janet Denae. She was also in Knight Rider. Janet Jones, uh, she was known for roles in Police Academy 5, A League of Their Own. And fun fact, she's actually married to Wayne Gritsky since uh, July of 88. They have five kids. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, casting was by Joe Reach. This film did get nominated for a couple of awards and did win. Uh, in 1983, they had a nominee for the Young Artist Award. Best Young Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture for Joshua Milrad. And then they also had some Arvara's Fantastic Film Festival. They had one win and two nominations. I see you laughing. How badly did I pronounce that? <laughs> no clue. I've never heard of it. That's why I'm laughing. Oh, God. Okay. Thank goodness. I was like, I'm going to take a stab at it. We'll see. So uh, both nominations were for director Don Coscarelli. Uh, the grand prize for uh, the nominee and the he actually won the attendee award. So uh, this was actually filmed in California's Sim Valley and Los Pedros National Forest in Ventura County and also in the Valley of Fire State Park in Nevada. A little bit of everywhere over there. They did look into some other locations, but I think it came down to cost with that one. Uh, speaking of cost, they did have a budget for Beastmaster. It was $8 million. In today's market, that would come to about $23 million, which is a huge budget for a film. Uh, Beastmaster earned a total of $14.1 million in the worldwide box office, which comes to approximately $39 million in today's market. There is a, a theatrical version and director's cut that was released several years later. The director's cut includes 20 minutes more of subject matter, including landscaping, more views from the eagle's eyes, um, and answering questions that were rather important that they didn't answer in the first one. Um, we'll get back, we'll get to that fun fact in a little bit. Uh, so the plot of Beastmaster, it is a sword and sorcery fantasy about a young man's search for revenge armed with supernatural powers, the handsome hero and his animal allies wage war against marauding forces. So, uh, yeah, I have some kind of fun facts there, but I know that you do too. I will kick it over to you and see what I forgot. Let's do Can it. I just say that we know they didn't spend that budget on <laughs> clothing. 
<laughs> no, no, I think uh, they they actually blew through the budget on the landscaping, yeah. and then uh, they just pieced together whatever they could at the end. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, flesh, a lot of flesh. <laughs> Sometimes too much. Yeah. <laughs> well done, well done, Jackie. So um, the the one the one thing since I was a kid, you know you'd always be outside and you see animals and stuff like, you know, if you could summon your heroes, like if I had to fight imaginary people, I'd have like jaguars attacking them or monkeys or whatever I could. <laughs> yes. I think it's really cool that Dar has a black tiger in this movie. Oh, you, you didn't think it was the Ferris? I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the, no, cool, yeah. the parents are funny, but... The ferrets kind of the ferrets of this kind of remind me of the brownies in uh, Willow. You know the two little brownies. That, that's oh my god! With this, yeah, yeah. But, so, but, no, I'm with you. That was much cooler than the ferrets. Right, but the problem is that they dyed a real tiger black because they didn't like Don Cos really didn't like the stripes on the tiger. But if you watch <laughs> the movie, like I watched it, in like high def, I think, and the tiger would drink you still see the stripes on his mouth go out it's like this this is so bad it's good it's so bad it's so funny because you're like what is wrong with this animal as you're looking at it either looks like a very mangy tiger or a panther that really had something go wrong and it's as you're as soon as i read that i was like oh it all makes sense (laughs) yeah so they actually had um they they said, you know, tigers are hard to work with, but, or, well, he actually wanted uh, black leopards to be with Dar as his cat companions, but the animal trainer told him, hey, look, leopards are way too skittish and notoriously being hard to work with. So he said, what about a tiger? And he's like, well, I don't like the stripes. So the trainers agreed to dye the tigers. Cases of Lady Clairol hair dye were kept on set for touch-ups. Despite oh the, obviously the dye off the washed off in spots, a stripe showed through in certain lighting. So, I mean, I can't That's imagine being there with a lion anyway. But the very first, well, who the huh? Who the heck gets you know that job on set? <laughs> Jackie, you know you helped with painting Kyle as Uncle Fester. We need you to go over here and paint this tiger for our next live show. Okay, black. <laughs> so we just give you a heads up. Draw the shirt on that one. Oh my gosh yeah right. that would be a <laughs> but let's oh something you, you 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 know you watch the movie and when young dar and the first um animal he encounters is what jackie do you remember oh i don't know there was so much going on wasn't it a bird no it was a bear oh, you remember remember oh, the that's right. when he was little yeah sorry so there's a lot of info on this yeah. this bear so oh please i don't know anything about the bear yeah Right. So, so on his Mark Singer's very first day of filming, uh, Billy Jane at the time, his last name is Jacoby, was filming the scene where young Dar first learns that he could control animals. The bear happened to be a Russian bear and the only bear working in Hollywood at the time. As soon as he came out, the bear broke loose and attacked his handler, sending the rest of the crew fleeing into nearby vehicles for safety. As soon as the bear was recaptured and the handler was carried off for medical attention, the crew turned and told Mark that they were ready to film his scene. <laughs> it's okay. We got the bear back. Let's come on. It's time to do your take. I was like, there ain't no you way. Like that bear is related to cocaine bear by any chance. <laughs> you know, I mean, I just, I wow. Mean, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is, this is ridiculous here. So. Oh uh, my gosh. No, we're fine. But it was just acting out. It's fine now. I'm gonna, oh my gosh! Maybe because he didn't have his little unicycle. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'll save the ferret stuff for you because I know you really love the ferrets in this. I so do love the ferrets. I know they're awesome. But yes. but there is he has this bird. Okay, and and I showed Jackie this. I think it was early 2000s. Um, I actually met him downtown at Gen Con in Indianapolis, and I showed Jackie the autograph, which I'll put on social media for everybody to see. 
There was nobody in his line. I knew him as Beastmaster. I was pumped. I knew him from V. I was pumped. I went there and nobody was. I sat there and talked to this guy for like 20 minutes. It was probably one of the highlights of my life so far. <laughs> He's the Beastmaster. But yes. I, I think they're talking to him. I said, hey, you know, did you ever have any problems with the animals? You know, and he said, he said only one time. He said, and it was the very first day I was filming with, I, I, they say eagle in the notes, but I think it's a falcon. I really don't know my birds that well. But I don't. It I'm gonna say this, if it's an eagle, it's not a bald eagle. But Maybe he they said, died he said, eagle. yeah, he said the first day with, with that, he said, you know, that they released him. And they said he came flying and he said he, he darted right for his head. And he said he'd be oh. out of the way or whatever. And he said, but after that, he said, we never had a problem. He said he was just showing that he was in charge or whatever. So I thought that was pretty uh, cool that, you know, established the, the ground rules. Uh, <laughs> right so, but um, talking about the eagle, as we'll call him, uh, he often refused to fly on cue. So <laughs> what did they do to shoot footage of him in the air? They Uh-oh. dropped the thing from a trap door in a hot air balloon <laughs> to get him high on his own. And all I could think of when I was reading this is if you've ever seen WKRP in Cincinnati where they do the turkey drop, I was like, what if he doesn't decide to fly and he just falls down and hits the ground? <laughs> That's not as good as I thought they could fly. today. Oh yeah. Can you imagine? Oh well, you don't want to fly. Well, guess what? Ding. Um Oh my gosh. The, awesome. pro- the producers fired the original animal trainer in the middle of filming and hired another one. Probably because <laughs> hey, you can't get birds to fly, you can't get bears to stop attacking people. Man. But the um this film performed only modestly at the box office, as we saw from Jackie's notes earlier. But it has built a strong cult following over the years. In the U.S., it was replayed frequently on TV, notably HBO and TBS. It was shown so often that someone dubbed TBS the Beastmaster Station and HBO as, hey, Beastmaster is on for HBO. So it definitely has a cult. It's a fun movie to watch. Yes, um, yes. Man, I don't know what it is with these directors selling off the rice, but Don Coscarelli sold off his rice to the story and the characters. He has no involvement with the sequels or the TV series and doesn't get any money from them. So, yeah. Um, Producer Dino De Laurinaitis liked the movie and get this offer Don Coscarelli to direct Conan the Destroyer, but Coscarelli declined because he thought the script was bad. Only a few months apart from being released, Conan had a huge following. <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't like it. I mean, it was the destroyer, not the barbarian. You know, I mean, right, right. We got to cover that movie too because that's a great movie. I'm in. I love it. Oh, yeah. Um, also, an 18 year, a then 18 year old Demi Moore auditioned several times for the part of Curie and was the original choice of director Don Coscarelli, but eventually lost out to Tanya Roberts when executives overturned Demi Moore as the pick. Interesting. Yeah. wonder what that um, would have done following. Yeah. They said it was uh, cold when they were filming in the loincloths, so in between scenes they would have to run and find warmth. There's also a deleted sex scene, I guess, between Tanya Roberts and the Beastmaster, and after <laughs> it was cut, they said that a bunch of people rushed over with blankets and everything because it was so cold. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, and he uh, not to give anything away, but you can give he some... comes on a little strong. <laughs> yeah, I was watching that, and he was like, "Yeah, I was like, wow, man, this ain't going to age well with today's kids." I was like, <laughs> I, I, I was a little uncomfortable there for a minute. I was yeah. like, uh, apparently, consent is not a thing here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Oh man. And the scene where Dar wakes after the attack on his village, the dog Toto, not Toto, Todo, is seen lying on his side <laughs> dead, but you can still see the dog breathing. <laughs> so he's just dead, I guess. I thought it was a puppet, but oh man. Uh this film is known as Miracle Master in Japan. Um Tanya Roberts often flirted with child actor Josh Milroy to annoy annoy co-star Mark Singer. Uh, Mildred never complained, though, because he was at that age where I found girls interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. 
Uh, Mark Singer referred to Dar's costume as a leather hula skirt. <laughs> when he and John Amos saw each other on set for the first time in the respective costumes, they both burst out laughing. I would have, too. Good. Yeah. Uh, sadly, yeah. though, according to director Don Coscarelli, the original camera negative for this film is lost. Contrary oh. to practices, it was stored in a private house, which was then sold, and it is not known what happened to the cans which housed the negatives. Coscarelli has asked the public for help in finding them. Aww. Uh, and then two years later, Tanya Roberts would later star as Sheena, in which she can communicate with animals as well. So go ahead, Jackie, take away your ferret trivia that I know you want to get. <laughs> um, I absolutely love the ferrets. Uh, they they are constant companions of Dar, but in reality, there was actually 24 ferrets used to act as the pair. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of the ferrets succumbed to the other animals on set. And we're not talking about Mark Singer either. We're talking about the actual literal animals. Wow. Because there's all these things in place for, you know, animal safety and, and the correct handling and all this stuff today, but 24 of them, poor babies. <laughs> and, and they don't go easily in the film either. I mean, there's fires they're thrown into, there's swords coming at them, there's, uh, quicksand that's really more of quick gravel. I mean, it's like kind quick of amazing. Oat, oatmeal. <laughs> exactly so but yes it's uh these poor ferrets i just absolutely love the ferrets and uh yeah i i i'm still upset they didn't quite make it (laughs) do you you think that that one they actually just tossed in the fire oh i would hope (laughs) that they maybe just put one of the dead ones in the fire but Uh, at this point i just don't know i'll have to go back and look because I don't know if that no animals were harmed on this set is on that movie. I need to. Check. I did not see it when I looked, and the PETA is all over the reviews. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, yes. They said that the ferrets they were pretty. Uh, they can't really train them, you know. But they said that they would lay food out for them. And they would they would follow yeah. them on their trails. But also, they were able to get a pair to run with teams, which was fun. Right. <laughs> And then yeah. um, there were four tigers that played Rue, R- which was the the black tiger, if you will. But the the main one was named Kipling. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. They they were just uh, they were fun to watch. So I they were my favorite. They were the star. Good. <laughs> All those are names without looking. Oh. You would do that to me. I don't know. These people all have crazy names that aren't in the real language. Kodo or Kodo? Kodo Nobody's Kodo. Isn't Kodo the dog? Kodo. 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 Oh, my gosh. They're all the same name. Just changed one letter. Okay. Kodo, Toto, and Podo. Oh, my gosh. Did I? I didn't say that right. You're and laughing. You got, and you got Dar. Hodo, <laughs> Dar. Oh, man. Hodo, Hodo. Um, fantastic. Yeah, the the oh, <laughs> did you did you uh hear about Rip Thorn and uh, his he brought his own prosthetic? Did you read that one? Uh-uh. <laughs> um, Rip Thorn decided that he was going to wear prosthetics on his nose. Uh, that was his own personal decision, and. The reason for it was I want to play this role like a turkey vulture. <laughs> Looks like the bad guy from the Smurf. If he was a turkey vulture, then the Beastmaster could have controlled him, right? Oh, look at that. Okay, full circle. You brought it all around. It was good. But I just love that he personally came to that conclusion. But he's like, you this, remind me of those. Uh, What's them things in the dark crystal? You know, the one yes. <laughs> at the beginning is who I thought he'd remind me of. I just kept picturing like the, the bad guy from the Smurfs, the one that has the hook. Gargamel. Gargamel. Yes, Gargamel. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, it's Gargamel. So it, it, he even kind of sounded like him, and the eyebrows are really sharp and drawn on Spock like. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's legit. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's eyebrows are really sharp too. 
<laughs> How are they coming in, by the way? <laughs> I ain't seen him. <laughs> That's why you brought this <laughs> podcast tonight, remember? <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, he's going to be cold all winter long. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> you got anything oh, else? I do. Uh, the pyramid scene in this, it costs over 52000 alone to build, which uh, there is quite a bit uh, that they use that pyramid for. And it is really cool. It's very reminiscent of Chichen Itza. And even some of the storyline, it kind of goes Mayan, it kind of goes Greek mythology and all blends together. But this pyramid is amazing, but to spend that much, it was the single largest prop and the, the cost that they had on that. Um, and then I did think it was kind of interesting. Uh, a lot of critics called Beastmaster a ripoff of Conan the Barbarian. But Coscarelli pointed out that uh, Conan was released in May, which was just three months prior to the release of Beastmaster. So there was no way they could have ripped it off or even seen it during the production time. Because it's not like movies where they can crank them out, you know, in a few months nowadays. It was, it was, you know, a year or something, too, of filming and production and cutting and you name it. So uh, I just think it's interesting that they came out that close together. And a lot of their storylines were fairly similar in some aspects. Yeah. Cool. Oh, uh, there is one more fun fact. Uh, to keep their PG rating, they made the decision to keep blood off of Dar's sore, despite all of the battles and slayings throughout the entire film. I mean, so, what, at the, no point the, is there blood the, on the it. naked women running around. <laughs> I was like, that's really? the PG rating but the blood no we can't do that <laughs> they're yeah. just gonna well, fall for that <laughs> i guess in my defense i didn't go to the theater to see it so i always saw it on tv so i never saw any of that so when i watched it i was like oh we're, i don't remember this you know I, was, I wasn't ready for it well and that sword was made for him for this movie and he joked about you know who was going to get it but it turned out it was actually stolen throughout the production so uh nobody knows where it is and there's still a reward to this day for the return of, of the original Beastmaster sword. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you better start checking your attic, buddy. Right. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So, so if you could keep one prop from this movie, not the animals. Oh, all right. Um, well, there wasn't much in the costume department. I would keep that pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she's going for the whole thing. I'm just gonna put it in the backyard. I think yeah, it looked really kids, good. Kids, I got you a new a new swing set. <laughs> right, that's right. You know, like, I, you know that would that'd be my case. That'd be good. Yeah, if I couldn't have his sword since it got stolen, I guess that creepy ring was pretty cool. You know, the ring that had the eyeball. We talked about I love, the I love the ring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, I, I really liked that. I thought that was really well done. And you know, some of the special effects. They were all right. I mean, cheesy, but sure. I mean, I'd rather have that kind of stuff than a lot of the CGI stuff today anyway. So, I appreciate anyone that does prosthetics, anyone that does the actual, you know, stunts, that kind of stuff. Just like you say, so much of that has gone away anymore. It's it's a dying art in Hollywood. And I I did. I love that ring. I it was really cool opening and closing and that eyeball was huge. But, uh, yeah, definitely a lot of fun. Good. Now, now, this is something I know they came out with a a, a remake of the TV series, but, I, you know, they could probably remake this movie and make it a lot better uh, as far as the, the fighting and all that, I think. Um, still mm -hmm. hard to control animals, but when you can CGI the animals these days, it shouldn't really Oh, for sure. But, but and if for, do, I want Mark Singer to have a cameo in it as somebody. He could even be the bad guy in it, uh, you know, just, just oh, bring it back. Yeah. Well, and like, I mean, that he was so buff for that movie. I mean, you could tell he poured everything he had into that. I want to know who was oiling him during the movie. I mean, was he packing the ferrets to do it or what? Because, like, he just listened constantly. And, and you know what? After seeing him, it, he might have been able to pull off a He-Man. Uh, you had Dolph Lundgren. Oh, no. I mean, I think he could have pulled off a He-Man. Yes. Absolutely. Was, I mean, he had his his six pack had a six pack. Okay, I mean that thing was in a full <laughs> full case, man. I mean, he looked good. 
yeah. So honestly, it's a it's a film full of pretty people, and it's it's funny, and there's a lot happening. Every time you look, you don't know what you're gonna see. It's kind of cool. My favorite has got to be the perception of the village uh, when he's supposed to be looking out distraught at this, you know, torn out village, and and the perception perspective isn't quite right. So instead of it being, you know, a model miniature in the distance, it's it's a model miniature in the front, <laughs> and it's uh, it, it's very clearly that. But I at the same time, like I rewound that and watched that part three times because I was like. I love this so much just because of things like that. And uh, yeah, more people need to do miniatures. It's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> Good. You got anything else over there? You know, they, uh, the one thing that I did bring up earlier and I was like, oh, we'll hold off till we're doing the, the fun little uh, stuff. But in the uh, director's cut, when they released it years later, they actually gave away the reason why Dar could speak to animals, which is so funny because in that the actual movie that was released in the theatrical version, he just had these powers. <laughs> so in reality, uh he was removed from his mother's womb and transferred into a cow's belly as a fetus, which that gave him these amazing supernatural powers to see like an eagle and to speak to animals but you none of that's revealed until the director's cut you didn't yeah. watch it was, it was in your movie right you and watched, i watched the director's watched, cut watched, but watched, uh, oh on it was the one we watched on amazon prime was that the director's cut yes it is yeah oh, okay. there's about that's why i was like that was in my movie i don't know what you didn't see <laughs> No, it, they actually ended up releasing that shortly later, just due to the fact that people were like, "Well, that's a major plot hole. How does he do this?" You know, uh-huh. and uh, so yeah, so that's why it was in there. But in the original, you don't see the mother being removed or anything. He's just a young boy. <laughs> so I ask you a question. I know yeah. from just watching the movie not too long ago, last week, whatever. You know, when they took took the baby from her tummy. And put it into uh-huh. the cow thing, and then you have that. Was it a witch? I guess one of the witches that came out. And it is one of the witches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was she? Was she just? Was she going to kill the kill him? Then is that what she was going to do? Yeah. Or was she going to raise him? Because it was only the one. It wasn't the three. It was kind of weird. It was. It was a very. That's part of that like whole plot being a little fuzzy there. The from what I was getting from um everybody that's like researched this and the directors and all this kind of stuff. From what I was getting is um, one was to remove the fetus, one was to implant the fetus, and one was to kill the fetus. So in doing that, it would have like taken the stripped him of his powers and killed him. So he wouldn't have had anything if he survived. But the fact that somebody came up on him, you know, it all happened. <laughs> so it's really like every witch had its own thing. But it's hard to tell when they all are just gorgeous, 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 and then boom, hideous up top. So, you know, I was like, they're over there dancing around the cauldron at the beginning. I'm like, what is going on? I was like, (laughs) so much happening. (laughs) Right. It's great. I love it. In loincloths. Yes. (laughs) Things that, uh, you know, just a normal Tuesday. It's great. Right. right. Well, uh, maybe down there at the distillery. Don't give away our secret. <laughs> right. All right, Jackie. Yes. So on a scale of one to ten, what are you going to rank the Beastmaster and give us your feelings <laughs> on why? Okay. So given the time, given the uh movie and the way that they were able to actually portray everything, I'm gonna give it a solid six because it's it's fun to watch. Um there is a lot of adventure, a lot of uh the animals are beautiful, and you do kind of get like this uh nostalgic superhero child effect going on where you're like rooting for him. The reason I wouldn't give it a higher <laughs> is a little bit more of me is like the poor ferrets. I mean, it's just the poor ferrets. There's so many ferrets that are bad. Um Well, they taste like chicken. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, ask the vultures. They love that. <laughs> so good. Um, but I mean, it, it's one of those that it, it didn't quite age as appropriately in today's society. Absolutely. Just due to, uh, you know, the way that he treats women, the way that, uh, yeah, he, he's kind of enjoying that a little. But I would love to see a remake of this. And I'm with you. I think having him in it would be amazing. Um, maybe if both the Ferris made it, I could have given it like an eight. <laughs> but you got a couple of babies at the end of it. What is it? The baby ferrets. Remember when the, she sticks her head out of the pouch and the two baby ferrets come out of the out of it too. So oh, the one that's pregnant. So yeah, I gotta rewind yeah. it. You gotta go out oh. and watch the end of it because because when there's uh, are you messing with me? just making a higher well, rating? You, watch it. Like in the, you know how he has a little pouch. The one sticks her head up, and then two little baby ones stick their head up next to her. Okay, okay. So. I changed my answer. I'm doing a solid seven. Solid <laughs> because seven. of two baby ferrets. I'm good. The babies are the somebody else made it. I'm all right with that. <laughs> good. Sacrifice yes. one so two could live. Is what you're <laughs> you know that is the true superhero right there. Yes. Oh, well, if you're asking seven or eight year old Jimbo what he's rating this, it's obviously a ten and one of the best movies he's ever seen. Um, oh, now that I've grown up and I went back and watched it. I mean, it, it's a <laughs> watch. I mean, I love it to death. I really do. It's so cheesy and it's so 80s. And it's so, it's just, it's hard to watch. It really is. Even though it has a great cast, it's, it's, it's hard to watch in some scenes. And then, you know, the nudity popped out and I was like, I do not remember this at all as a seven or eight year old little boy. Um, but then again, I'm watching the director. I didn't know he was watching the director's kid. It's whatever was on Amazon Prime uh, video for free yeah. to watch. So, yeah. I, man, there's some good good props, some good special effects, and there's some not so good special effects. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. Probably a six and a half, maybe, um, yeah. maybe a five. I mean, if we're going the other way, <laughs> yeah. I do recommend everybody watch it once because I think as a child it was just so much because we didn't have a lot of the stuff we had. You know, you go outside mm-hmm. with a stick and your dar and you're swinging around. You know, where he's doing the whole trolling thing on top of a mountain for no reason <laughs> at all, and you know. <laughs> He got really good real quick with that sword, didn't he? I was like, it didn't move at all. So, yeah. Well, and like, one solid point for it. The entire movie is really pretty to watch, scenically. And uh, what's interesting is the waterfall those ladies were in are not, it was not actually a waterfall. They had to pump all that water in for that. And it was freezing cold. So, I mean, they made a waterfall for this movie. and. I, it, it is a gorgeous landscape, so that alone makes it an eye-appealing movie. And you know, if you like boobs, that's great. So. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, well, I think uh, this episode's coming, uh, winding down, if you will. Um, there is something that may be happening that I don't want to say too much about. Jackie knows about it, um, but. There's some things that we have to iron out first. Um, so it's, it's going to be amazing if, or not mm-hmm. if, if it happens, when it happens, um, yeah. then we will let everybody know. Um, but it's something that's been near and dear to my heart for a long time. Uh, and I talked to Jackie about it. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, you guys will be amazed about what it is. It's if, if you've known me and listened mm-hmm. to this podcast over many a years, it's, it's something totally different than what I do on this podcast. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, you'll, you'll be amazed and hopefully you can, uh, see why I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Maybe with Jackie's help too. Um, because yeah, I, I don't want to say too much because it's, it, <laughs> but, but it's going to be fun, but, uh, Jackie, yeah. thanks again for all you've done for us for the live podcast. Thanks again for coming in and batting for Kyle tonight. <laughs> Um, Absolutely, just, I can't feel his shoes, so but yeah, I felt so bad. <laughs> I I texted him Monday night while I was at work. It's like eleven thirty at night. I'm like, hey, uh, we still doing you know Beastmaster and and Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which Jackie was going to cover that with me. But I said, let's just do one tonight, and we'll we'll go from there, see how it goes. And uh, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, and he, you know, and so he's he's tight texting me, and well, I was on my way home about five thirty in the morning. He just texts me, he says, um, hey man, uh. 
you know, I didn't want to say anything. I don't want to say anything, but uh, could you please not text me in the middle of the night? Because I woke up <laughs> and I couldn't go back to sleep and he was on his way to work and he has to work 12 hour shifts. So I was like, I am so sorry. I forget. Yes. He's got one of them weird schedule where he works too off. You know, he's, it's every other week. He's on different days. I should have yeah. known better. So I apologize profusely, but thanks for coming on. You did a fantastic job. Um, would you like to say well, anything about where you work and where people can purchase your product and all what you make there and, and everything? Sure. Uh, so we're the Boone Co. Jail Distillery out of Lebanon, Indiana. Um, fun fact, you can go to our website, type in your address, and it'll show anybody that is selling our products near you. Um, we are in a actual formal, former jail that closed in 93. And uh, so we have these still down in the basement and the cells themselves have been turned into a bar and you can come and eat and drink in the old jail cells. They are much more comfortable than they used to be. Um, and we have all kinds of fun stuff, games, uh, you name it. We have been working on some fun movie stuff with these guys. Uh, we are... Hopefully going to continue doing some of that because it's just been something so exciting for us. And we are hopefully going to be showing uh, either A Miracle on 34th Street or It's a Wonderful Life, December 22nd. Please, um, fingers crossed for It's a Wonderful Life. Well, sorry. well, I'm going <laughs> to, you know, I might, I might shelf the movie I was going to release today and just put this one out there. And I want all of our listeners to go to the Boone County uh, Facebook page, and I want you to vote for It's a Wonderful Life and not Miracle <laughs> Street so Jackie can win. Yeah, I won. Uh, so I really maybe I'll do that to... instead and postpone the one that me and Kyle did for next week. So uh, it depends on if I can get this edited down in time and, and put out. So maybe I'll do that for you. Uh, when's, when's voting close on that? Is it Friday? It closes on Friday. And, and you put I the pressure on me to get this. Tell my coworker there. Sorry, can we just say we pushed it out another week just so I could have time to make sure all these people listen to this? I, I you know, I run in the contest, so I'm pretty sure I could arrange something. <laughs> and, and if not, just a bunch of you yeah. making fake Facebook profiles and just go vote just so she has the yeah. numbers. <laughs> so she doesn't Don't have to do it all in front. Street again. <laughs> so if I if I make a Facebook profile, this is Martha. <laughs> and Jimmy, no. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart's got his oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. So yes. I uh, like to order anything. Jackie, do you guys sell anything directly there too? Like, can they order directly from you to have shipped to them instead of going to their local store? So at this time, we cannot, um, but okay. we are working on that. And uh, we are also working with some vendors for merchandise stuff that you will actually be able to order merchandise online. Um, we are currently in 18 states and we will be in all 50 states within a three year span, uh, which is super fun and exciting. If we aren't in your listening area yet, please, please, please go to wherever you like to buy your stuff. And uh, tell them that you want Boonco Jail Distillery and we will get in your face. That's actually how a lot of this starts. Um, also, you can come to the distillery. We're open Fridays and Saturdays from 4 to 10. And we sell all of our products there. Plus, uh, as of this weekend, we will now have a single barrel that is not sold anywhere else. It is only sold in the tasting room, which is really, really fun and exciting because uh, Indiana has a single barrel selection that we do every year, and you can buy that only in Indiana. But this one is not even going to go out, though. So you can only get that. So if you're a bourbon enthusiast, uh, by all means, we've got some really cool ones. Right now, we're aging a bunch out. I've got up to an eight-year bourbon, and we're working on some of that. We do moonshine, we do absinthe, we do uh, gin, vodkas, you name it. And if you don't like to drink, that's okay. Come and see us too because we have non-alcoholic stuff. Um, we're just a lot of fun, in my opinion. But uh, who knows? I could have an ego. I don't know. <laughs> well, you guys are a lot of fun. And let me go ahead. And, so um, she don't get mad this time. Lily, 
I'm talking to you. <laughs> I didn't forget your name. So, but thanks to Lily and was it Shelby and, yeah. and the best was Shaz, Shaz Michael Scott. Yes. Chaz Michael Scott. I love my Chaz Michael right? Scott. He's um, so there was, yes. uh, I think, was it Mary? Is that her name? Well, who yes. am I missing? Mary, look at you. You and remember then, that. Is there one more I'm missing? There is Sarah. She Sarah, uh, was not working with us that day, but she let you in because I super glued my hand. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I mean, if it was one right. So, yeah, they did a fantastic job. So, yeah, we'll come down and visit you again. Um, and for those uh, wanting to know when the Christmas movie is down there, do you have a date and time if you want to promote it here? Yes. Anybody wants to go? And do they have to buy tickets or can they just show up or they have to reserve or anything so you don't blow it out or anything? So as of right now, we can host 80 people in the upstairs. Um, so we will have tickets for the upstairs. And once we reach that capacity, then they could come and view it down in the bar, which uh, we do have seating in there as well. Um, if I need to, I will go out and get up something else and we'll set one more up somewhere. I'll figure that out. Um, but right now we have a total of four places in the jail that they can view. Um, we will have concessions available. The movie is completely free. Anybody is welcome to come to this. The one thing that we ask is, uh, anybody under the age of 18, please do come with an adult just because we're still a distillery. We can't be having young children run around. <laughs> By all means, you are welcome to come in. Just don't leave them with us. <laughs> so, right. yeah. Good. So, uh, but no, we would love to have anybody and everybody, and you're always welcome here. Good. Mm-hmm. Just want to make sure because, and, and do you have the date and time for that? Yes. It will be Friday, December the 22nd of 2023. Um, and right now, the movie will be scheduled to start at 7 p.m., with uh, people being allowed to come in at 6 to reserve their spots. And then at uh, approximately 6.30, whichever film we decide, we will have a short little intro and uh, maybe a little trivia because trivia is fun. So it should be it's good. But yeah. Definitely fun. Please be a wonderful life. Just saying. Jackie, thanks again for coming on. Um, if you want to reach out to us at the Tragedy of Cinema Podcast, we are the Tragedy of Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on all the social medias, Facebook. I need to start working on TikTok. I, I had it, and then I kind of slowed down on it a little bit. Maybe I'll make Kyle do that. Uh, then, um, you know, Instagram, all that stuff. So Twitter, formerly or X, formerly known as Twitter. Um, and then, like I say, tell a friend about Jackie and the Boone, Boone County Distillery in jail. Um, they do offer tours. I'm sure you have to set it up with them at certain times because they're busy. Uh, but they will go out of their way to make you feel just like like you're you're part of the family which is awesome so well with that being said i think this episode's coming to close and that's a wrap and cut Bye, <laughs>